Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they are rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their money regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the business case for microphilanthropy, so let's get started. When we think about business and giving, we often look at it through the lens of these high-level corporate initiatives that major companies are doing to give back in whatever sphere they are associated with. So a couple of examples of this would be Patagonia's 1% of sales that they use for the restoration and taking care of the environment. Another example would be Warby Parker, the glasses company. For every pair of glasses they sell, they give a person in need a pair of glasses. And then finally, Nike, one of the initiatives that they're involved with, is an initiative that recycles their used shoes to be used in all sorts of applications like helping put together uh, playgrounds, for example. So... This is, this is often the way that we look at this combination of business and giving, but the challenge is, is that one of the biggest resources that a company has outside of its profit are the employees and the team members that work for that company. And companies do not do a great job of getting these individuals involved. And that's because they're using this high-level, big corporate initiative mindset to look at how to get their team members involved. And it's often not very effective. So some of the examples of how companies attempt to get their team involved are things like volunteer time off. This can be a couple days throughout the year that the company says, hey, go take off time and volunteer in your community. Or company matching of donations, like there are ways for you to match on your paycheck a donation to a charity. Or doing pro bono work. So work that you and your company are already involved with in some way, shape, or form, giving that work product back to organizations. So companies are, are attempting to do this, but the challenge with all three of these initiatives and, and other initiatives that companies use to get their team involved is that because it's viewed from a sense of extra or outside of their work, these things are often not used. And if they are used, they aren't done in a consistent way to make real and lasting impact. And this is a huge missed opportunity for companies. And it's not just because they could create impact in the world with these team members. The three companies I just named have a combined employee count of 80,000 team members. So can you imagine the good that could be created if all of them came together to do something? But there is also this corporate benefit that happens when you allow your team members to individually get involved in impactful ways in their communities and sphere of influences that the companies are just leaving on the table. These are things like higher retention rates in team members that can connect with the vision and the impact that their companies 
are doing in the world. It has been proven time and time again from a social science perspective that team members who are involved with or feel like they are part of something that is bigger than themselves are more happy, they're more motivated, they are better at doing their work. And this is an incredible opportunity for them to be able to do that. But, you know, again, it's being left on the table. Now, another reason that giving and philanthropy is so useful for companies is because it makes a big difference in people's personal lives. We've talked about all these things before, but being involved with giving on an individual level makes you happier, less stressed, better able to lead, more involved and connected with those who are around you, and it also increases your health. And so what company wouldn't want that for their team members. Like if they could deploy something that could automatically have those five benefits, like I don't know of an HR department that wouldn't do that. Like that's my profession. And we're always looking for opportunities to up those things in individual lives because it reflects back on the work that they are doing. It makes team members happier in their work and more productive in their work and all those types of things that we look at from a human resource or people operations perspective. Another thing that is being left on the table is this opportunity to use giving and philanthropy as a learning and development tool and not just as something that is extra. We've talked about how that is not that effective. And this is really the shift that I want to start promoting when we talk about these types of things. When you look at giving and philanthropy as something that is extra or nice to have, it is not going to be very impactful. But if you can integrate it into what you are doing as a business, what you are doing with your life, that is when that long-term impact starts to add up over time because you're constantly involved with it. You're not just doing it every once in a while. And so that is the shift that I want to promote. Instead of companies looking at this thing as, you know, yeah, it'd be nice if we did that. If you look through the lens of learning and development, what you're going to find is that philanthropy and giving is this incredible real life use scenario where you can develop leadership, problem solving, communication, diversity, impact, like all of the things that we would hope and pray for that team members would be able to develop at all the learning and development conferences that we spend thousands of dollars on, like why not look at philanthropy and giving as the place or the housing that this type of development happens? And so as we start to look at it from a learning and development perspective, it is no longer an excess conversation, but a way and a means for us to impact good in the world and also good and motivation and change in our organizations that will develop into these incredible results on both sides of the equation. So what would this look like and, and why is it different from the initiatives that I pushed back against earlier in this podcast? When we think about individual giving, we can't look at it from a high-level corporate view. 
And that is a lot of what these matching programs or volunteer time off or whatever that looks like. It's this policy model that is high level. And so team members automatically feel disconnected and disincentivized from getting involved. But if we flip that around and we start to look at it from the individual perspective, that is when things can get really incredible. So you might be asking, yeah, Grant, like all that sounds great, but what would it actually look like in practice? Well, if you know anything about learning and development, it would look a lot like your normal and learning and development programs. Like there needs to be some sort of training or structure in place to be able to facilitate this learning or action. There needs to be some resources deployed in order for that to occur. And then there needs to be some accountability and follow up. And if you've been following my podcast for a little bit, you know that there is this concept called the philanthropic method that would be an incredible way to implement this into your organization. Like I've already lined it out for you. You would just have to tweak it a little bit to fit into the organization that you work for or the people that are in charge of implementing those types of things. And so the important thing here, though, is that it is looked at from an individual's perspective, not from a high-level corporate perspective, not from a policy perspective or a program, but it would need to look like the company getting involved with helping team members discover what impact they would like to create and then using the training and the resources and the accountability to help that team member do that good on their own and not as part of this widespread corporate initiative. So an example of how that could look is let's just pretend that you decided to use money as the resource that you're going to be giving out to your team members. First of all, you would put a training program in place that a team member would need to complete. And after they completed that, you could have a certain amount of bonus go to that team member that is supposed to be earmarked for doing good in their community. So let's say the number is $200, for example. So George, who is in accounting, uh, finishes the course or the training, and it makes it possible for him to be able to get this money in his next paycheck. So his next paycheck, $200, comes through to his bank account, And he is then authorized to use that money and maybe part of his own money, depends on how he would want to get involved with that, to go out and give in the community. And so George goes out and let's pretend that he wants to be involved with a food pantry. So he goes out and he either donates that money directly to the food pantry or he buys $200 worth of supplies that this food pantry needs and he gives it to them. And then the final area would be that he would be accountable for that to the company. So he would do some sort of picture or write-up or receipt or whatever that might look like. And again, this isn't a reimbursement, but it is a additional bonus for team members to get involved with it. And if they didn't use it wisely, then you wouldn't have to give it to them again. I think that's the check and balance here. And if they did, then maybe you could think about increasing the amount or have that team member get involved with how giving could look continually in that organization. And so you might think like, man, that's a lot of work, Grant. 
but think about all of the time and energy that you already use on learning and development that doesn't actually fulfill on what you want to do. Like you're doing these exact same things. Why don't you use it as a way for your company and your team members to individually get involved in creating good in their communities? There is no other learning and development program that I know of that has the potential to create an impact on the team member and their leadership and their ability to impact and perform at the organization and on the general community than something that is like this. From where I stand, like it is an absolute no brainer for people to discover and to think about implementing this type of work into their companies. And another thing is those high level initiatives that you have as a company to create good or to have a team member see themselves as being a part of the overall company's mission and vision. It's so much easier for a team member to be open to that type of conversation if they start to see how that works in their life. So at Warby Parker, as an example, it would be easier if George worked for Warby Parker to see that his work in accounting is involved with creating good in the world and donating to this program that gives out glasses. If he himself is participating in giving as it would if he is not involved in that in his own right. And the coolest thing is that that has the opportunity to give every single job purpose. Like there are people who have a job every day that they are in charge of being involved with corporate social responsibility or this type of work at a large scale, but that number is few and far between. But what if everybody's job could be a part of creating something that is good? And when you look at microphilanthropy as an opportunity for team members to get involved with, Anything, accounting, sales, marketing, whatever it is, can all of a sudden be a job that has meaning and purpose because it is connected with something that is bigger than the people that are involved with this. Now, in a profit-centered, capitalistic world, this type of initiative would likely be nigh impossible. But there's this beautiful thing that is coming up in the world called conscious capitalism, which essentially is a term that implies that businesses are starting to take responsibility not only for their profits, but for creating good in this world. And that is becoming something that customers are demanding and team members are demanding. And this wave is coming, like it or not. This wave is coming to this world, to our economy, and you can be on the front end of adopting this work and have it be a huge benefit for your team and fulfilling the initiatives that you want to create as a business and you want to create in your career and also have it be something that creates incredible good in the team member's life and in their community. It's almost like we are sitting on the beginning of what was the dot-com boom. This internet concept that nobody thought would do anything for business and would not be very disruptive and companies that didn't adopt it, we don't even know about them anymore. Giving and conscious capitalism 
corporate social responsibility is becoming that because people are starving for fulfillment and connection and impact in their lives. And they are not getting it as much in in other areas of, of their life. And so if as a company, you can start to provide that, you will have an incredible advantage and an advantage that comes from being able to create good in this world, not only with the company's quote unquote profits, but a company's most valuable resource, which is their people, or at least that's what everybody says is their most important resource. So let's put our money where our mouth is. And if you are not a leader of a business and you're a team member or an employee, look to see if there's a way for you to integrate this type of methodology or thinking into your own learning and development. Even if your company isn't going to do something with this, you can start to look at your job and your learning and development from this standpoint. And I promise it will make an incredible difference because it absolutely has for me. I use this type of work all the time in my real job and it has just changed the way that I view my nine to five, quote unquote, and has turned that into something that is incredibly profound and impactful. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out in the world and create good with the money in our pockets, not only by ourselves, but hand in hand with our teams and our employers. Talk soon.